Hey everyone, and welcome back to Real Perspective, the podcast based on a YouTube channel based on a podcast. As always, I'm your co-host, MJ Smith. And I'm Michael Morey. And I'm Missy Lonsinger. And this week we're here to talk about the movie did probably the three of us saw. Yeah. And an elderly <laughs> woman it. and an elderly gentleman. <laughs> and that's uh, that's all. Was there anyone in your screening, Mike? Not really. Okay. Um, Terminator Dark Fate. It's a couple weeks old now, and nobody saw it, but we did, so we're going to talk about it. Uh, it's the third movie in the Terminator franchise, as far as anyone involved with it is concerned, even though it's the, what, sixth movie in the Terminator franchise? That sounds right. Seven. Yeah. Seven? Okay. There's three. There's Salvation. Then there's Genesis. And then there's this. So isn't that... Six. No, oh, I guess you're right. Six. Three, three. Yeah. yeah, you're right. Okay, so it's the sixth iteration of Terminator, but the third one as far as James Cameron is concerned, which is weird because he produced a couple of the sequels. Yikes. <laughs> um, <clears throat> didn't he produce Salvation? He didn't produce it. Nah. I, I know he, he didn't did. produce he gave Genesis. like he gave them all the, his blessing though. Uh, okay, and then like with each one was like, nah, just kidding. This one was actually <laughs> a good one. Yeah, that was the thing is each iteration that was he wasn't involved in. He was like, oh, it's pretty good. Yeah, and then everyone was like, we hated that, and he was like, yeah, it's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> but this other one is pretty good. <laughs> um, which is a bizarre way for someone to act when they're a public figure that has interviews. That people write down in text. Yep. yep. But whatever. So, uh, yeah, this is the third, the third Terminator movie, canonically, if you ask James Cameron, who is the creator of this universe. Uh, he wrote this one, right? Or co-wrote it? Uh, he didn't write it. He edited it. Or he had a lot of he had a lot of say as a producer. I know. He that. had a lot of say. He went to the writers' room meetings and talked about okay. with them. Okay, yes. so he kind of oversaw it. Yes, and he pitched a couple of the ideas, apparently, the, including the one that I think was bad. Um, <laughs> yeah, really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, that's weird. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, it is, so it's, it's essentially the continuation of Terminator 2, Judgment Day, uh, and they're still sending Terminators back, even though <laughs> Judgment Day happened, and... Not, by which I mean it didn't because <laughs> they prevented it in Terminator 2. But it still happened. But it still happened because there was another Terminator that got sent back also as well in addition to the Terminator T-1000 in 2. They sent back a T-800 that actually succeeded in killing John Connor after the events of Terminator 2 because this movie needed a reason to happen. Yep. And that's the only reason... Yep. So because John Connor got killed by a secret T-800 that somehow Sarah Connor didn't know existed, yeah. uh -huh. uh, this movie has to happen, yeah. mm -hmm. which is a Mexican woman is the new John Connor. Yep. But we don't know that yet. But we don't know that yet. And she doesn't know that yet. Mm -hmm. Yes. So Skynet has rebranded because... <laughs> Judgment Day didn't happen, but it did happen. Mm -hmm. Different AI, though. But it yeah. was a different AI. Even though the guy who saved them from Skynet died anyway. Y yeah. Okay. Yep. Um, <clears throat> so a, di a different, a different, <laughs> a different company maybe created the same tech as Skynet with the same names and made them better. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Because now they're a black, like, metal skeleton. Mm -hmm. With tentacles sometimes. <clears throat> yeah. Yes. Mm -hmm. Well, but I think that's an extension of the sort of liquid nanobot thing. Yeah. That's how mm -hmm. I took it. Sort of. So, it's kind of a hybrid of, like, the metal skeleton T-800 <clears throat> and the liquid metal T-1000. Mm -hmm. So, it's got kind of, like, a nanobot skin suit, as far as I could tell, uh that can operate outside independent of the skeleton yeah but they did a real bad job explaining that anyway <laughs> so one of those things gets sent back <laughs> to our time to kill this mexican girl and but then there's a human who knows that this girl is the the special the, yeah. yeah the john yeah. connor mm -hmm. but not john connor mm -hmm. of the future that john connor's not in mm -hmm. right 
And so, but she's augmented with like kind of Terminator abilities. Mm-hmm. But she just needs some monster energy drinks to power up <clears throat> yeah, every Yeah, that was very strange. Yeah, she needs like glucose or whatever. She's diabetic. <laughs> yeah. she needs she, her she's got plot point itis. Yeah. Whenever they need yeah. to. Yeah, she's got built in stakes um, <laughs> that they can play fast and loose with. And so she gets sent back to protect. The Mexican woman who is John Connor, but not John Connor. Right. Mm-hmm. And then also, Sarah Connor shows up and helps protect this woman because her son is going to, this. as far as Sarah Connor knows, her son is going to be the savior of the universe like her son was going to be, but then mm-hmm. it turns out it's not her son, it's actually her. Because it's 2020 and there's no <laughs> way they're going to have a woman birthing a baby being the solution. A woman birthing a baby who is a man yes. be the solution. Sure. As soon as they kept saying the man who's going to do it, I was like, it's not going to be her. Yeah. Um, it wasn't already clear. And <laughs> so Sarah Connor's whole deal is that the T-800 that killed her son is just like texting her escape room coordinates uh-huh. to go fight Terminators. Right, because other ones also got sent back, not just him. Yeah. Yes. So he's texting from the her. future that didn't happen. From the, yes, <laughs> it sounds so much more stupid when we're saying it, but it was so stupid watching it too. So God, but but he grew a conscience. He and grew a, a conscience. <laughs> Why yeah. does he have a and beard? a beard? Yeah, and aged. Uh, living tissue of a middle endoskeleton. Come on, it ages. Uh, so that's the plot of Terminator Dark Fate, everyone. <sighs> Pretty good. Yep. Yeah, pretty good movie. Nope. Yeah, wow, that was the first time I've explained it out loud to someone, and mm-hmm. it's also been a week and a half since I've seen it. Mm-hmm. So yeah. uh, it's a pretty forgettable movie, mm-hmm. and also I was like, this is pretty stupid while I was watching it, but wow! Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow! Yeah. That was... That hurt. Like, that, that, that physically... That was really convoluted. But, well, yeah, I can't help... But, yeah. Yeah. but was I wrong? No. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> no, I'm agreeing with you. It's like trying to explain a dream that made sense when you had it, and then you're saying it, and you're like, and then the waffles turned into whales and like carried me off to Oz, and it's like, okay, uh, it's a little weird. Yeah. Um, no, nonsensical. Yep. That's the movie. Uh, Mike, what did you think about Terminator Dark Fate? I didn't like it. Uh, what? Surprisingly. <laughs> what? I think that this goes and demonstrates the problem with doing these soft reboot type things. Um, it's been inherent in almost every attempt outside of the Creed franchise. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I mean, the first... Are you th- counting Bond? Uh, no. Well, Bond is a hard reboot because it doesn't act like anything in the past happened. Sure. Yeah. Oh, okay, I see. Yeah. When, when I say like soft reboot, I'm like defining Force Awakens, Creed, kind mm-hmm. of the Star Trek 2009 reboot, nice. where it's like acting like the stuff that happened still happened, but, also but, but, but also maybe kind of didn't, mm-hmm. or is like... Introducing a whole new cast of characters with like the old cast to kind of pass the baton to them, right. type thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, I think that kind of defines all the ones that I'm thinking of. Anyway, mm-hmm. um, this tries really hard to do the Force Awakens thing. It's basically Terminator Force Awakens. <laughs> yeah, Terminator. Uh, yeah, it's, yeah, Terminator. Awakens. It's like a remix of the events of Terminator Two, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but with the addition of some of the old people also there to make it better, but then also because they don't fully commit to them yeah. make it worse because it's it's kind of split between the new people uh the danny character who's the mm-hmm. future leader mm-hmm. and grace who's the future kyle, kyle reese, reese yeah. t-800 <laughs> savior type together, yeah. right which i think that they're honestly the weakest part of the movie mm. um but also you have the returning characters of sarah connor and arnold who I think the moment they were introduced, the movies got got better with their introduction. Mm. But because they're not the main characters, they also take away from the new ones because I cared more about them right. than I yeah. cared about the new people. Mm-hmm. And so, like by the end of it, I didn't care about Danny really at all. Nope. She like left no impression with mm-hmm. me. She gets lost in the shuffle because yeah. I cared about the other three a lot more. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Um, so just from a character standpoint, I think it makes some mistakes. The first five minutes alone, I think. We're egregious, and honestly, I I won't forgive the movie for it. So I'm really having a hard time, like trying to be un- or objective about this. Beyond that, um, I think it's like a, just a massive crapping upon what came before, mm. and we'll get into that later. Uh, pacing's really bad in the movie. 
that just drags forever. Yeah. And the action scenes are they're just like weightless and unmemorable mostly. Um, and it's it's just cribbing from Terminator Two, but yeah, they're less... all remixes of the Terminator Two mm-hmm. action sequences. Right. A but, lot, but just not as good. Um, it's just all around. It's just not as good as what Terminator One and Terminator Two were. I mean, Terminator Two, just for background, is probably my favorite action movie of all time. Mm-hmm. And this is a pale imitation of that. Mm. So that's my take on it. Yeah. Nice. So Missy, you're less familiar with the Terminator mythos. Correct. Like I've seen, I think the first two, I think are the only ones that I've seen. I haven't seen any of the remakes and I saw the first two when I was like younger, like a kid. Mm. So I, I mean, I enjoyed them as a kid, but I didn't go into this with like, Ooh, my favorite franchise. Mm. Um, but I still, it was shit. I mean, as a, <laughs> as a person who enjoys cinema, I was like, Oh, this is bad. This is real bad. And then like I told you guys to like, Halfway through, I'm announced to me halfway through the movie. I was like, all right, we got to be like close to being done. I checked my phone and saw that there was still over an hour left and I wanted to cry because it was so long and just slow. Like the pacing was really, really bad. And so like I, I knew enough, like or remembered enough from Terminator to like be like, huh, like I get that reference or whatever right. they're trying to do. But it was just, it, it was dull. It, like you said, Danny was not a good character. I didn't like her. I didn't care about her. I could have cared less if she had died. That probably would have been more interesting. <laughs> um, it was just, it was real bad. Didn't like it at all. C minus, D plus maybe. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think initially I liked it more than you two did initially. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually thought it was pretty entertaining. I, like, I was, it, I wasn't good. bored. I wasn't bored by it uh, while I was watching it. With your friend? And, oh, yeah, yeah, with the, the one elderly woman that I saw the movie with. Um, <laughs> and I, so I was watching it going like, yeah, this could be better. Like, it wasn't the best movie I've ever seen, yeah. for sure. But I was like, I don't know. I'm not bored. I care about what's going on. That's good. I like these people. I like, I like spending time with them. I thought Grace was a good character. I thought Arnold was pretty good in it. I thought... Uh, Linda Hamilton was pretty good in mm-hmm. it. And I thought thematically, like, it didn't explore too much, but it presented some interesting things. But it never followed through, which was frustrating. Yeah. Which So I was like, ah, it's, there's like it's there's like a good movie kind of existing in someone's brain mm-hmm. that I can feel. <laughs> like, I can kind of feel how it, this would be a good movie. Sure. Then I was like, I had come out of the movie and I was like, that was like, that was actually decent. Like, it was fine. And I, like, it got into my head, liked it. But one of the things I keep hearing is that it's kind of like Force Awakens, Mm -hmm. Terminator version. And I haven't seen the second one in, like, a solid 10, 15 years. So I need to watch that. We actually, that's one of the reasons this recording has been delayed, um, is that I wanted to watch it before we recorded this. Mm. So I went back a couple days later and rewatched terminator 2 and immediately was like oh no (laughs) because there was a moment in um terminator dark fate the the movie takes place in mexico and texas um Mm. and kind of towards the end the 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 texas instruments terminator he falls out of, I don't remember what he was called. <laughs> Rev 9, I think, is what it was Something called. Like that, yeah. uh, the Rev 9 Terminator, like, falls out of a helicopter and, like, into a backyard barbecue. And he, like, apologizes to the people at the barbecue for crashing their shed or whatever. And they're listening to Guitars Cadillacs by Dwight Yoakam. And another weird, like, needle Music, drop. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I was like, oh, that's funny because they're in Texas. Well, I went back and rewatched Terminator 2. That's the song that's playing in the bar when he walks in and steals the biker's clothes. And I was like, oh, no. (laughs) I was like, are you kidding me? And then every single thing that I liked about Terminator Dark Fate is in Terminator 2 or a callback to Terminator 2. And I was like, oh, man, it is bad. Um, Because, like, like I was talking to, to Kristen and was like, you know, if this is the force awakens route well i don't like force awakens because it's a new hope remix right. if this is terminator 2 remix by my own logic this is a bad movie mm. and it was um and uh yeah it's it's uh, uh, well, I, but here's it's my thing good. though I, I don't think that it was just like this is a remix therefore it's bad always holds because oh. we both like creed for example yeah and what, yeah. Is, creed, and what is creed if not just a remix of rocky yeah right but it's operating from a point of view that mm. is not stupid the way this one is. But we'll get into that in a second. It's 
that's the other thing is the this movie is operating from a very stupid place yeah um and so that was the other thing is i was like okay the beginning accepted i was i was entertained by this movie uh but it was just coming from a real dumb place Mm -hmm. i think with creed you get like a different point of view right Mm -hmm. so it's like a like a poor black kid who has like daddy issues Mm -hmm. which is a different that's a point a of view take. and it leans yeah. into that point of view and it gives that character mm-hmm. a background that is steeped in that like you feel that in yeah. him right you don't really feel that in any of these other characters well that's true well that's because i don't know if this movie knows who the main character yeah. even is like could you even center it on one particular person i mean it's supposed to be danny right presumably she, but, you know, I mean, she, she gets lost yeah. yeah like midway through the movie honestly you almost forget that she's in there until they don't have like that flash or not flashback, flash forward, yeah, flashback right, right. Yeah. of her in the future um, being the leader of the resistance. And you're like, oh yeah, she's supposed to be the leader of the resistance. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right? Because it's just like, she's just so uncharming yeah. and yeah. like uncharismatic and like you don't understand this person could possibly inspire anybody. She's not good. Like, and I thought no. she was okay in the beginning, but yeah, she gets worse. I think as she the does get worse on. as the yeah. movie forgets about her. Yeah. She's cold toast. Yeah, well, I can't, I, I couldn't tell if she got worse or if just the character was written worse. Yeah, I mean, that's both. probably what it is. Yeah, I think both. she was yeah. failed by the script because yeah. I was pretty, like, invested in her at the beginning because we see her family and her dad mm, and right. her dog and her brother. and we So we get a sense of who this person is. Mm-hmm. But this is where, like, the themes thing is it doesn't commit to it, right? Because it's, like, obviously a very 2019 thing to have the leader of this resistance be like a Mexican person, mm-hmm. right? Because of a lot of the things, the way like we're talking about Mexican immigration and stuff mm-hmm. like that, that I don't think is a bad thing. I think uh movie can reflect the current times and the current topics that mm-hmm. we're talking about. I right. And I think they should sometimes. Uh And so I think on paper that is interesting, but it doesn't do enough to be like, Hey, like, you know, and it, I understand running the risk of being ham fisted by leaning into that too, mm-hmm. but it also doesn't do enough to give it a point of view because that is a unique point of view to people in America watching this movie because we don't live in Mexico. Right. And so it doesn't, I think, almost maybe at the being overly cautious of feeling ham-fisted and having like a message about immigration and like the Mexican people in general. I, I don't know if it was that or if they just legit were like, uh, I don't know, like lip service. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. It's it, like the veneer of trying to be important, but it doesn't What's the really Captain Marvel yeah. thing? It's like, let's kind of try to make a half-assed like statement about something, but not really. Well, and also I feel like Last Jedi did that too, where it was like, ooh, the rich people are gambling and they're killing this country and, or whatever, the little weird horse things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, but it's like, you can't just, like with Captain Marvel, my issue, you can't just have a woman and then call it like feminist, like masterpiece. Like we can't just be like, oh, let's cast like a female Latina and then all of a sudden we're like being really progressive but we're not going to give her a real role like it's right. shitty like you have to actually follow it, through like with, with it, Creed. it feels it feels very token yeah with, with her because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it doesn't really explore anything about yeah. that issue it just yeah. throws in oh yeah immigration right. like restriction or Check ice is bad she's you know female, she's Hispanic. Like, yeah. yeah like they're on a migrant train mm-hmm. okay they're crossing like, the border oh uh, yeah like just because you throw that stuff in doesn't mean you're actually saying anything yeah. about this yeah yeah, it doesn't have, like, it's not operating from someone's point of view mm-hmm. because it doesn't have anything to say about those things. And, like, the, like, the ice people in the movie are, like, I don't know. It's, it's, it's just weird to have it in there and not take a hard stance. Yeah. Well, I mean, isn't it kind of weird that, um, presumably the movie's making a stance that these guys are jerks because sure. they're detaining people, right? Right. Mm-hmm. But then they're also trying to defend the border, which is, apparently being crossed and infiltrated by a fucking Terminator robot <laughs> yeah, to destroy yeah. everyone. Yeah. So, like, isn't it's it kind of only... undercutting its own message by doing that? Like, yes. Maybe, I mean, obviously, ICE wouldn't be able to be stop equipped to stop these people, but, like, it, isn't this kind of, like, undermining the whole point? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, so, it, it's very confused about what it's trying to do yeah. with that. Um, I think I think maybe the difference between Creed and this movie is and why this movie's more like a Force Awakens than a Creed is I don't feel like this movie really goes and respects the history of what came before it. Mm-hmm. I think Creed, you get the sense of it cared about the legacy of Rocky and it did him justice yeah. in a way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it doesn't act, it doesn't wipe away his achievements. It directly it. ties Creed's right. success right. to Rocky's right. past success. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and also his father, you know, yeah. Like yeah. his father well, yeah, through, know, yeah, is, is, through is, his is, right, is an integral part of it as well. 
um, versus just something like Force Awakens, which immediately opens up with, you know, the Republic is destroyed or is not the Empire still exists, and the Jedi yeah. are destroyed, and then the Republic gets destroyed, and it just like wipes away everything yeah. in the first like opening scroll. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and and then this movie follows that same format where it's like, oh yeah, you saw that like that little ten year old kid that you really liked in Terminator Two. Yeah, we're gonna kill him. You know, at a and, bar uh, in Mexico. And honestly, randomly. that that just pisses Guatemala. me off. Oh yeah, that was it. Because <laughs> like, one of uh, James Cameron's biggest pet peeves with the Alien Three, because mm-hmm. he directed Aliens, Aliens, Aliens. Yeah. You know, yeah. Alien Two, where mm-hmm. Aliens, um, he introduced his whole family for Ripley's character, right? Yeah, Newt and, and uh, Michael Bane, Kyle Reese, yeah, that guy Hicks, yeah, uh, Hicks and Bishop. Um, she, she introduces his whole family for her because the whole theme of that movie is like she loses her daughter in right. the beginning of the movie or she right. finds out that the daughter's long dead. And then the opening minutes of uh, Aliens 3, which he did not write or direct, mm-hmm. they're all dead. Yeah. They yeah. all go like die in some crash or something. And he had a quote saying like, basically I wouldn't have done that because yeah. people had really invested in these characters. So what's the idea he came up with in the writing sessions? To go and kill John <laughs> Connor off in the first five minutes. Right. Mm. It, <sighs> right. And so... It's weird because, you know, Terminator 3 proper, Rise mm-hmm. of the Machines or whatever, is follows an older John Connor mm-hmm. um, and is about the inevitability of Judgment Day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And this is like, oh, John Connor still died. Like, it would be way better to have an older John Connor mm-hmm. uh, dealing with the same issues as Terminator 3 because I think Terminator yeah. 3 thematically is really cool and a really i i really like that movie as a thematic counterpoint to terminator 2 Mm -hmm. of like this really fatalistic almost like cynical version Mm -hmm. of terminator 2 i think that's really interesting Mm -hmm. um about the inevitability of the future and uh the futility of trying to change it right um without necessarily really knowing what's gonna happen Mm -hmm. and so i think that could just be in this movie yeah. if you're gonna ignore it like just do that yeah but make it a good movie like this movie goes and takes concepts from the other ones that have come before it yeah like you got old man terminator which is basically <laughs> what genesis, genesis also was. had mm-hmm. yeah you know and you have the idea of well the future kind of got altered or delayed but judgment day in some form is still coming which right. is the terminator 3 kind of concept right um it's taking those things. I mean, Rev Nine is basically like a, the TX from Terminator Three, right? Yeah, machines. Yeah. You know, they're taking those same things. Oh, and the idea that well, in Terminator Three also, um, Arnold's character went and killed John Connor. He like that the one that you see in Rise of the Machines actually succeeded in killing John Connor in the future. Oh yeah, like the, the resistance leader John Connor. Yeah, um, they like they'd already won basically, but he still did it, and he was reprogrammed to be a good guy, which is kind of the same thing as this in a way, where it's like you can't quite trust this guy necessarily. Mm-hmm. So it's remixing stuff from the other ones, but I would say arguably worse. Yeah, I, yeah. I I'd say Rise of the Machines is better, like a better take on that than this this version of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's not. Yeah. Uh, uh, what, oh, I was gonna say I like uh, what you guys are saying about Creed and how like that is different because it was a different perspective. Like you're saying, like paying lips, well, not paying lips first, but like honoring it, but showing a different perspective. Because I mean, like technically, you'll hear that complaint about a lot of things, especially with like Hamlet. Like everything's just Hamlet, like or mm-hmm. like Every Man or Oedipus or something. Like everything's a copy mm-hmm. of something else. But if you're taking like a different perspective honoring it like i guess for what it was that you took from it but then showing a legitimate perspective like it's so much better and this didn't do that it was like patchwork quilt of mm-hmm. yeah. shitty things well not shitty things kind of cool things but all together it was like a shitty megazord or whatever right like, it was the worst. yeah it just came together and, yeah. me, and it was bad well and to me i mean john Connor may not be your favorite character from the second movie that's fine mm-hmm. but like these movies have a mythology that's set up where this guy, JC, <laughs> you know, <laughs> basically, yeah, yeah. is like the savior of humanity. And pretty much consistently from the second movie onward, they've shat on that character. Because yeah. in the third one, he, he's kind of like a junkie, like yeah. off the grid mm-hmm. guy. And he's not really that like inspiring yeah. at all. Right. And then um, Salvation, he's Christian Bale, so whatever, that's fine. <laughs> um, and then in Genesis... He gets converted into being a Terminator. So effectively, <laughs> I forgot like, about that. Especially the bad guy of the movie. That's right. And then this movie, he goes and kills him off. And that, to me, really bothers me. Mm-hmm. I, I don't like... Like, we set this iconic kind of hero character. 
And now we've, for three movies now, yeah. systematically destroyed and dismantled like everything about him. Like, he wasn't really that inspiring in the third movie. He becomes a bad guy in the other movie, and he's dead, like, as a kid yeah. in this one. Yeah. Like, you've dismantled everything that, like, we come to know about yeah. him. Maybe this is getting, like, way too far out there for, like, just this movie alone. But, like, I think that, like, a culture that doesn't go and, like, like honor its heroes mm-hmm. is, like, destined to fail. Like, that's constantly, like, subverting them and presenting, like, actually, you shouldn't ever meet your heroes. Or they suck. Yeah. Is, like, really concerning to me from, like, a historical standpoint. Sure. And maybe this is part of, like, a rant about Luke Skywalker. But, I was um, going to say you got Skywalker. But, <laughs> I mean, like, but that's what it felt like to me is... Yeah. Like, what did you accomplish by doing this other than dismantling some other guy so someone else could be on top of him, like, and right. be the yeah. new leader? Like, both of them could have coexisted. Right. Like, it could have been that, okay, now fate has kind of passed him over, and now he has to live with that. Mm-hmm. And, like, you, you have to see him grapple with it. I think that yeah. would have been interesting as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he finds, like, his heroic qualities yeah. in that. He's no longer yeah. maybe the savior of the race, but he still has something important to contribute in passing on lessons that he's learned. Right. But they denied all of that just to go and shoot him in the face for some shock value. Which, that's what this feels like to me. Is that yeah. you're just basically doing this stuff just because, like, to do the expected thing would be uh, predictable. And so you're just doing something to go and surprise people for no real narrative benefit. I mean, Sarah goes and skulks a little bit. Yeah. Well, and for most of the movie, but that's not a compelling enough reason to do that. Yeah, me. well, it, I mean, it's also because they have to undo the fact that Terminator 2 basically... Ends the franchise. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that's the other thing is... Yeah. Mm-hmm. Terminator 2 has a pretty concrete ending. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Of everything's fine now. Right. So... Yeah. Yeah. I don't think you're too far off, though, with the whole societal push to kind of, like... I don't know. It's almost feels like gaslighting, where it's like everything you thought about history and the fact that these people did these great things is actually not true. They were shitty people, and they mm-hmm. also kicked puppies, and it's like... Fuck no, me. I actually agree with you on that. Yeah. yeah. Like, this, like, constant historical reevaluation of, mm-hmm. like great leaders yeah and like finding like whatever flaw you can about them i think is really concerning and now is now it's permeating our film yeah which i think is going to permeate back in the culture it's mm-hmm. like a vicious feedback loop yeah i don't particularly enjoy watching but counterpoint mm-hmm. we see an active rejection of that by the culture at large mm-hmm. yes like, look at look at how well received this has been it hasn't look at right. how well received huh? last jedi has been it True. hasn't right so I think I like maybe, yeah. but yeah. probably not. Is well, because like, I, yeah, look at the stuff that is dominating. It's mm-hmm. the Marvel stuff, which people are generally pretty positive on, right. and so far well, hasn't which, really done anything like that. Yeah, no, like there there hasn't been a Marvel movie that's really like treated its characters like crap, other than maybe Thor, Thor Ragnarok. Yeah. yeah, Thor Ragnarok, and then kind of arguably an Endgame yeah. Thor. Like, yeah. I didn't like how they treated him. That's how, I almost felt like they were verging on treating him like those other characters mm-hmm. that I've mentioned. Mm-hmm. And that really bothered me in that movie too. Um, but then you had like, you know, 90 other heroes in it that were portrayed right. well. So it kind of balanced out. Right. Um, I agree with you that it seems like society's rejected that. I mm-hmm. mean, I think a big reason, because uh, this stuff about John Connor got leaked um, months ahead of time because of test screenings and stuff like mm-hmm. that. The fan base of Terminator, which... I mean, probably smaller than everybody thinks it is. Yeah, um, <laughs> clearly, yes. Um, but they caught wind of it and they rebelled against this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they didn't like it. But it's our creative types that keep on doing this. Yeah, and like they're not learning the lesson. It feels like to me. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's arguably only been done twice. Uh, I mean, I could probably think of a couple at more. large. Yeah, yeah, at large, yeah. Um, at large, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I mean, uh, I don't know. I don't. I just don't think that enough time has happened. Like, I don't think it's been enough of a thing mm-hmm. to yeah. like say. For right. sure, if they're learning or not. I mean, it kind of seems like it a little bit. Well, I mean, yeah. I would even say like, okay, even within like the Dark Knight trilogy, okay. Yeah. From Dark Knight to Dark Knight Rises, Dark Knight Rises, Batman acts like a fucking idiot <laughs> during that entire movie. Like he's getting clowned on by everyone. Yeah, that's true. And I don't. Anne Hathaway. Like, I don't feel like it was like as deliberate as these other examples yeah, that yeah, I'm giving. Yeah. But like. I felt like, holy crap, like, he just seems like a moron. Like, Anne Hathaway is, like, disappearing. He's like, so that's what this feels like. (laughs) You know, and all that shit. And there's a lot of movies where they do that, where they just, like, portray the, like, heroes that were previously pretty cool as clowns. And I don't know. I mean, there's a couple more examples I can think of, too. Especially, like, movies now that have, like, some male characters mm-hmm. and they go and like portray them to be morons by the female characters. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I can think of Lone Ranger. Okay. That came out mm, like five or six years ago now. Sure. Right. Yeah. Um, 
where traditionally the Lone Ranger was the cool guy and Tonto wasn't. Mm-hmm. And then these new movies portray Lone Ranger as like this almost kind of bumbling clown who's always kind of uh, succeeded or exceeded by Tonto in the movie. Mm-hmm. And there's like, that's a classic serial character from, you know, 70, 80 years ago at this yeah. point. And like you dredge up these guys and you turn them into jokes mm-hmm. so they can be styled on by like your new fancy badass characters who aren't as good. But yeah. everyone hated Lone Ranger except yeah. Quentin Tarantino. But that's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> the thing is, I think society's rejecting it. The creative types, though, keep on feeding us. Like, yeah. they're not learning the lesson. They right. keep on feeding us this stuff. Right. Mm-hmm. And I don't I don't enjoy that. Yeah, I don't either. Yeah. Uh, I think you can make an argument for Seth Rogen's Green Hornet, too. But he does yeah, kind of well, learn by the end, yeah. right, too. So A lot of those, like, 80s kind of revivals of remakes, 80s, 70s, yeah. 60s shows yeah. were like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, in uh, the first Mission Impossible movie, Ethan, oh yeah, Ethan Hunt's boss is yeah, like who was right. like the best guy in the TV show, right? Who was like, the like, villain of the movie, right? Exactly. You know, yeah. this, this is something I think that's been going on like yeah. a while now. Yeah. And like, oh, surprise! That guy was the bad guy. Yeah. Yeah. So. Well, but like then you, I mean, at that point, what, like how granular are we getting on this? Because double agents aren't like that's a thing. Like, oh yeah, I mean like that. I understand that, but I know that people back then who really invested into the TV show got ticked off. Yeah, they were mad. They were mad. They were mad. But, I mean, the double agent stuff in the recent Mission Impossible movies has been fine. Right. Mm -hmm. So, they like kind of course corrected from that. Also, that first movie is bug nuts anyway. Like, the first Mission Impossible (laughs) is crazy. Right. Because it's like a Brian De Palma movie. Like, that's a wild thing that that's even a exists as like under who it was under like mm. i can't believe that's a brian the problem movie you know like <laughs> yeah. um so yeah i also thought it was weird that arnold had a mexican family in this movie yeah, <laughs> yeah. given 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 his real life yeah where he has a mexican yeah, family a, he does okay that no play. i thought the same thing i was like oh yeah i was like too real <laughs> he's cool with them now is he? Yeah, like he he congratulated his son, like graduating from undergrad. And stuff, okay, like all, well, he came to his like, graduation. And, yeah, that's I think good. he gets along with him now. Okay, because yeah. yeah. he was forced to by the public. Yeah, Oof. well, you know. Yeah, he had a secret Shit Mexican happens. family that he was hiding out in Bakersfield. Yeah. Yep. Golly. Man, I just love how we're what this film was this. based on. Mm-hmm. What's that? That's what this film was based on. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, it made me wonder if Arnold at any point was like, um. Hey, I was just reading this. Right. And uh I got a secret Mexican family right. in this. And then the and... runs for governor of Texas. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It made me wonder if he like mentioned it at all, or if he yeah. was just like, whatever. That's yeah. Terminator movie. I like being the Terminator. Yeah, true. And it's fine. He seemed like he was having a good time. Yeah. <laughs> it was real stupid, but he seemed like he was in on it. Yeah. yeah. It's like, I really liked Arnold in this yeah, movie. Yeah, he's probably my favorite part. Yeah, he was oh, great. Yeah, he was great. He was great. He, when he, like, <laughs> when Sarah, I did also like the scene where Sarah was calling out how freaking stupid it was that he had a wife. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Where she's like, like, she just hasn't noticed you're that 400 you're 400 pounds, pounds yeah. and don't sleep. <laughs> right. Also, do, how do you have a child? Yeah. Like, yeah. um,. Because the text I did send to my wife during this movie is Terminators have functioning sex organs. And that was before <laughs> that was before I realized that she had previously had the child. Because when she was like, you have a kid, I was like, all right, can we pause the movie for the two of us? Because there's a lot to unpack Discuss it with in your that friend. idea. Yeah. See, I feel like all that stuff actually is kind of an interesting take on Terminator. Which yes. They don't explore yeah. enough. Yes. Because he gets mm-hmm. introduced in the last third. Third of the yep. movie. Yeah. It, like I think this movie you needed to be like a Sarah and old Terminator mm-hmm. like doing Logan. stuff Lo- buddy Logan cop. type buddy cop yeah. protecting like the next generation of for some. Would you have been okay with John Connor dying if it was that? If it was just them? <sighs> Maybe I feel like I would have committed like more to the idea, but I still don't think I would have liked it. I would have mm-hmm. liked it more. Yeah, I just like the concept of that more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or if they just committed to doing the Grace Danny thing. Yeah. And yeah. Just made it like a remake of Terminator 1 then. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But because like Sarah shows up and then old Arnold, it's just, it has, it's serving too many masters yeah. at that point. In terms of the point of view, like we were mm-hmm. talking about before. 
It doesn't have enough time to flesh out any of the interesting concepts it has. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, or bring like yeah any real interesting character arcs to the to the forefront. Yeah. Yeah. Like I don't. What was what was Sarah's character arc really? So she Query and so, mad. Right yeah. and like learn to say the Terminator's name is Carl or something. <laughs> Coral. 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 Um. <laughs> Oh god, and, and I don't like how like they reverted her character too. Because getting back to the Force Awakens thing, yeah. it's the whole total total Han Solo route, which is mm-hmm. that like, mm-hmm. what was the most distinguishing feature Han Solo? Oh, he's a smuggler. Okay, he's a smuggler again, mm-hmm. right? Like, what was the most distinguishing thing about Sarah Connor? Is like, oh, well, she was kind of like a murderous, like yeah. crazy psycho person mm-hmm. in the second movie, and so now she is again. Yeah, and like I get that her son getting killed probably has something to do with that. Just right. like what happened to Harrison Solo happened. Yeah, but. It just like reduces like all their character growth back to well we gotta get them in like the familiar place that everybody's yeah. comfortable yeah. with yeah. again. When like what was the most important thing about Sarah Connor in the second movie was how jarring it was that she was like that after the first movie, but it totally made sense, mm-hmm. right? Because she was like a sweet person to like this yeah. hardcore like gotta stop the future from happening type mm-hmm. person. So all they did was like continue that, but ignore the growth that she had in that exact movie. Yeah. Also, she's like really like misogynistic. Mm-hmm. Assuming that like Danny's gonna birth a boy and the boy is gonna be yeah. the savior and the boy and the man and I was like what the heck yeah like, <laughs> it's weird but, like why is she so fixated on like thinking it's a man and all this stuff yeah like, yeah. like so she realizes that she was wrong therefore she has a character arc it doesn't make yeah. any sense to me yeah it just felt like super like on the nose like I like I said like that was the most obvious thing that it was gonna be Danny that was the right. savior because they're like it's a man it's gonna be a man did I mention she's gonna birth a man yeah and it's like and it was almost like yeah. the script wrote it in italics you right? know or something winked. just to underline it. Right. emoji um getting back to the old Arnold thing I thought the movie got real funny when he showed up yeah. and I liked yeah. that like I it, it, it. it gave me a couple laughs there yeah, were like sure. yeah. when he said he was like when he was listening off like. Well, our relationship's not physical. I was able to help with the kid, and also yeah. I'm extremely funny. Yeah. I like his delivery <laughs> yeah. on that line was aces. Yeah. And then uh, when they asked him about how many guns he, why he had all those guns, if he's like that, if Judgment Day didn't happen, and he's like, well, humanity's gonna destroy themselves. Like, there's like a seventy five percent chance that humanity's gonna destroy themselves. Also, this is Texas. Right. <laughs> I was like, that's pretty good. Yeah. Also, I would just watch a movie where Arnold plays a guy named Carl who sells drapes and yes, gets very aggressive about not putting solid colors in the little girl's room. That was like the one time I laughed was when he said it. And I was like, I snort laughed. It was, was like, hilarious. Oh, I thought it was, I was like, this, yeah. yeah, keep keep talking about drapes. Terminator. Terminator yeah. <laughs> Reminded me of how good of an actor he is. He's so yeah, good. He is, yeah. like, he is so underrated. He mm-hmm. is. He really is. And, and then rewatching Terminator 2, mm-hmm. he's really good in that movie too. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. He's I remember really he got good like, a lot of flack for like 10 years after Terminator 2 how he had been paid the most amount of money for like the fewest amount of like lines of dialogue okay. in the film like yeah. per mm-hmm. line or something mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. And how like that's a travesty. That guy does way more with so few lines than most actors do with a million of them. There's yeah. this great bit in Terminator 2 when they go to visit um, the like Guatemalan smuggler guy yeah. and like a toddler comes up to him and he just grabs the toddler. Yes. Like like he's scruffing a cat. He just grabs the toddler by the like Oshkosh Bagash overalls <laughs> and just like holds it up and stares at it and the toddler looks really confused and he also looks really confused and that's the end of the scene. Yeah. Yeah. That's how it ends. And I was like, that was great. Like mm-hmm. what a great little character moment for him. And like the way he learns how to be human from uh, John and Sarah is really good. He's really good in that movie. Yeah. But then he's really good in Terminator 1 where he's just like a mm-hmm. great white shark but a person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Basically. Like just this unstoppable killing machine. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, he's, that dude's great. He's yeah. great. And I wish he found a better vehicle for his comeback. Yeah. Because he's, yeah. he's had a bad run the yeah. last 10 years. Jeez, yeah. Well, that, uh, that one people liked... The Last Stand? Is that what it's called? Yeah, it's okay. Which one I haven't seen it? it. It's the one where he's like a cop in a small town. Yeah. And also Johnny Knoxville is there. Yeah. Um, I don't think I've seen it. I think it's a David Ayer movie. Oh. No, it's no. not. No. Okay. It, I mean, we might have produced it, though. Oh, okay. No, it's a good movie, though. Yeah. Um, you think maybe Sabotage. Is that David Ayer? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I knew he was in a David Ayer movie. Yeah. Um, That one's decent. I saw but, the one where he's in prison with Sylvester Stallone. Oh, Escape Plan. Yeah. yeah. That was entertaining. Yeah, it's pretty entertaining. I just wanted to like find something that 
is big, like really blows up. Yeah, he tried to do that. Did you guys see that movie Maggie that he did with uh, Dakota Fanning, I think? It was the little girl or the Abigail Breslin? Yes. Mm. Abigail Breslin from Little Miss Sunshine? Okay. It's like a zombie movie, but it's like this like father-daughter drama where basically she gets bit by a zombie and so it's him trying to like reconcile the fact that he is gonna have to kill her wow. but also trying to give her the best few hours of her life yeah. left possible it's a really great idea it's such a boring movie oh, but no. he's really good in it but we turned it off because it's so boring oh, yeah. no. but he's really good in it he's really good in that movie but I, we were just like oh no <laughs> <laughs> um yeah he was really good. I think the movie increased a lot when he came yeah, back. Yeah, it did. Like, even when she, like, shoots him and he's like, this is going to be hard to explain to yeah. whatever yeah. his wife's <laughs> name is. I was like, that's a good line. Like, he's yeah. good in this, man. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, what, and it made me wish he had been in the movie more. Than, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, and I was kind of worried that they would overuse him. And then mm-hmm. that happened and I was like, oh, I kind of wanted yeah. more of him. Uh-huh. But not in the way where it's like, I always leave him wanting more. Yeah. Where, it, like, they didn't hit the sweet spot no, of didn't. it. Where it was just like, oh, you probably should have just been the Terminator that they sent back. <laughs> like, kind of, yeah. Like how we haven't talked about that Terminator at all because no. he was boring at <laughs> all. Um, yeah, I I like Mackenzie Davis and everything I've seen her in, and she didn't resonate much with me. Oh, she was fine. I I think you're talking no, about, I'm talking the, about actual, the actual Terminator, the actual oh, bad guy. Yeah. Oh, I thought you were talking about like the protector type. Oh, no, 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 no. no, she no. Is, she is the fine. actual fine. antagonist. Oh no, no. yeah, who? Poindexter. It's yeah. like. Was the nerdiest looking guy they could get to be Terminator. Also, he shouldn't have had pants on. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> when he when he came through the portal? Uh-oh. No, he was naked when he came through the portal, yeah. but then he like meets this woman who's holding a shirt and he like just transforms into having the shirt on, but she's not holding any pants. I was like, how did he get pants? Yeah. I was so confused. Oh yeah. 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 Huh. I was like, okay, he I'm needs perplexed. pants now. And I guess, like, you could do movie logic of, like, well, whether he's a... Sh- he then why do you have to touch members. the, thir- the yeah. shirt? Yeah, because then they said that he needs to touch someone, so where the hell did he get this Mexican guy that he looks like? I don't... I don't know. There were yeah. so many questions. Yeah. It does not abide its Terminator logic the way the other movies do. No. Yeah. I think that's because James Cameron, uh, for all the crap that I give him, particularly in recent years... I think he does have a good sense of how his universes operate. Mm-hmm. Apparently that's gone out the window with this movie. Yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, even Avatar, which is a movie I do not like, mm-hmm. I think the like the the dumb universe he has created there works in its own logic. Like, it, there's nothing there. I don't like it, but yeah. it operates logically. Like, yeah. it operates I according to a way. set of yeah. rules that mm-hmm. he has established. Yes. Um, I hate it, but it's right. it, like it, there's an internal logic there that works yeah. and makes sense, and everything leads into one another in like good world building ways. It's just a bad world, right? Um, and yeah. so it that's frustrating. I mean, they're, they're, they're big shoes to fill to yeah. begin with, right? Because right? yeah. James Cameron at his best is amazing. He mm-hmm. really is, right. and um, I mean. Look at that dude's filmography up until Avatar. Like, it was nuts. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, because you had, like, what? Terminator, Aliens, The Abyss, Terminator 2, True Lies, mm-hmm. and Titanic. Mm-hmm. What? Yeah. yeah. That's, like, ten years of just awesome output. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. anyone would kill to have one of those movies. Right. Mm-hmm. And he got all, yeah. Yeah. That's six crazy. movies in a row mm-hmm. that are all, like either push the boundaries of filmmaking technology mm-hmm. or, you know, understood a, like a bygone era of Hollywood in the case of Titanic, like mm-hmm. the sprawling historical romance mm-hmm. of that movie. Like I, and it's good to see these things getting reevaluated and actually appreciated because sure, I know Titanic yeah. was like the huge butt of jokes when mm-hmm. it came out, but man, that movie's super watchable. Yeah. It's, oh, yeah. And like, Man, it's good. Leo's mm-hmm. good in it. Kate Winslet's good in it. Mm-hmm. It's looks amazing still. Like yeah. tw- almost twenty five years. Cast is great in it. Yeah. Yep. Billy Zane, Kathy Bates. There's so many good people in that movie, and, and it like, feels shorter than this one was. <laughs> oh yeah, the runtime goes by like that. Yeah. yeah. The last time I saw it was on MTV on a Saturday morning when I was in LA in nice. the hotel room, and I sat there and watched the entire last hour in four by three on commercial nice. like, with commercial on four. In 4x3 with commercials. And it yeah. was still super watchable. Yep. 
It's a good movie, man. Yeah. And so, but then he didn't do anything for 10 years and his skills atrophied and now yep. we have this. <laughs> and it's yikes. And yeah. like he, I don't know if he just spent too much time on the bottom of the Marianne Trench or what. <laughs> Something like that. Uh, yeah, I think that like filmmaking is a skill and if you don't hone it yeah. and continually go and do something with it, your skills will atrophy. Mm-hmm. And I think that's definitely what happened with him. I think the last 20 years have been an unfortunate waste for him. Yeah. yeah. For someone who's so talented like him mm-hmm. to waste so much of it in Avatar. Yeah. And now even in propping up Terminator sequels that don't need to exist. Yeah. yeah. Just let it go, man. Yeah. Well, and now like four more, like this is probably going to be the end of his career soon. He's not young. Yeah. yeah. And so it seems like these, these last four Avatar movies are going to be his like final, his like closing thoughts to his career. Why? Oh man. I can't stop sighing. I know. It makes me so sad. Yeah. 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 But he's also like, the other thing about that dream run he had is it gave him this like impossible ego. So he's just like annoying now. Like Mm -hmm. I, I can't stand listening to interviews with him or reading interviews with him. Where it's just like, well, I made this, and I made this, and I yeah. made this. And it's like, okay, well, you haven't made a good movie in 20 years, so... <laughs> so shut up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know. Yeah, it's a shame that his talents have been wasted, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, and now he's kind of come back to bury his own franchise, because I don't think these movies are coming back from this one. No. This no. One really bombed. No. no. Yeah. It made like $29 million opening weekend or something. Yeah. Like, yeah. On a $175 million budget. Yeah. It, it's, it's not coming back. And for, like foreign grosses are not going to make up for mm-hmm. it. No. <clears throat> um, which is maybe fitting because honestly these movies should have ended after the second one. Yeah. There's no reason. There was no reason to try and franchise it outside of the fact that that was two good movies. So yeah. why wouldn't you try to make more? So sure. like I understand that from like a business perspective but also like i just think that the story there is good enough right Mm -hmm. no and i agree with you when you said like it's not a franchise that you're very um precious about because it's not really a franchise yeah yeah we talked off mic about that like right when this movie was coming out that i don't consider the terminator a franchise right i just consider it like two really good movies that's a complete story and ended right (laughs) yeah like it's not it's not something that i need to continue and like or even that i see like a possibility for continuing like regardless of what you think about these new star wars or whatever like after the six i can see potential for more storytelling within that universe Mm -hmm. i kind of can't when it comes to terminator after the second one where it's just like anything else is gonna be kind of stupid yeah but you know what i think with with both of those series having continuations i think it's kind of revealed how threadbare and shallow both of them are in a Mm -hmm. way Mm -hmm. i think there was a way for star wars could have that could have been interesting but now they haven't taken it i think it's almost locked in to place to being very boring and predictable Mm -hmm. um and this is the same thing it I mean, we could have had a future war movie and maybe close this thing out and just have like the full loop kind of right. thing going yeah, on. Yeah, that would have been a good way to continue it. Right. Yeah. But then he, I. But then would, they botched it. Well, so. not, not only did they botch it, but like that almost feels like a different story. Right. But, but that's like the Creed thing. It's like a different perspective. It was like, it was confusing because they had so many people from the original one with there that it, it didn't feel like this is a different story we're telling in the same universe, which would be cool because I thought. I always thought Star Wars would have been cool if they'd done Old Republic because it's such a big universe, but instead it's like the same kind of characters intruding into this same kind of story. Right. Like, it's not its own thing. Right. And actually, by all accounts, kind of the Mandalorian fixes that a little bit by just kind of being its own separate thing, which is the way to continue telling Star Wars stories. Yeah, exactly. That's the way to do it. Um, And then this, because all these things, they're trying to appeal to people through the trailer and how do people go and respond to trailers when they go and see oh I recognize that guy yeah yeah. oh Arnold's that, there in a yeah. cabin <laughs> oh and Linda Hamilton's back but Sweet. you know what you know what back. though <laughs> do they because no, the movie not... didn't make any money right. and also for as, a, a guy who's a little bit taking the similar path right. to James Cameron Christopher Nolan movies still make money on yeah. original ideas for the most part yeah off of his name yeah yeah. Yeah. Off, yeah off of his name well but here's the thing with this movie though because I think they try to do the thing that Miss and I are talking about, mm-hmm. where they're like, ha, ah, nostalgia, you're, yeah. you're going to watch it now because you like nostalgia, right? Um, the thing is, they already played that card like three times. Yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. beforehand. Yeah. They already did, they already had a Terminator 3. You know, yeah. like, none, none of these, like, 30 years after, like, this is the real sequel to mm-hmm. these other things, like, yeah. type movies, besides Halloween, besides Halloween, mm-hmm. have actually been successful. Mm, like mm-hmm. Superman Returns is one that I can think of at the top of my head. Yeah, mm-hmm. where it was like, oh, it's a sequel to Superman Two, and these other ones didn't happen. Yeah, you know? three and four didn't happen. Right. 
Yeah, um, there's a couple others I think as well um, that go along with that. Mm-hmm. None of those have been successful, I think. Yeah, um, I think you're right. Yeah, Halloween, Creed. Mm-hmm. Uh, is that it? But Creed doesn't go and say that the other ones didn't exist. Okay. So oh, like, that's you know, true. Some of the ones in between. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, um, it, it takes into account that the previous six Rocky movies were right. Mm-hmm. So there's there's a couple other things I think that are like that too. Um, I think that like. Seeing the joy of seeing like Arnold Schwarzenegger back on screen as a Terminator is like, well, like five years ago was Genesis. Like, I already saw him, you know? Yeah. And so they're saying, like, Linda Hamilton's the draw, but I mean, she's kind of not. Like, yeah. Mm -hmm. I I think that she was great in this. Like, even though what she had was bad, she's good. But she's good. And it was good to see her in a way that was better than, like, she's a better actress, even in old age. Because I was afraid that she was going to go and, like, like I said, like skills atrophy over time. Like yeah, she right. hasn't acted in a lot of things. Mm. Right. I was afraid that she's going to be like really bad. Yeah. The way I feel like, sorry, you know, rest her soul. Carrie Fisher was, has not been good. Oh no. In the other two Star Wars movies. Right. Yeah. Well, movies. she wasn't in them as much as right. Sarah Connor has been. Right. In them. But this one. Uh, yeah. But she she's kind of got some shitty acting. Oh yeah. Like in those mm-hmm. even the limited amount of screen time she has, like you can tell in some of the edits, like they edit around her acting. Mm-hmm. Um. Which next time we watch Force Awakens, I'll point out like one thing. <laughs> um. And also, uh, crap, what's her name? Um, Karen Allen in uh, uh, Crystal Skull. And oh, yeah. Crystal yeah. Skull. She was awful. Oh, yeah. She was yeah. terrible. And I, I like, wanted her to come back, but she was not. Well, good. But counterpoint, yeah. Harrison Ford has kept acting, and he's awful in that movie. Yeah, too. he's not for every... No one was really <laughs> this is good a bad movie. Movie. <laughs> Yeah, true. Good point. Yeah. Um, so anyway, like, Linda Hamilton was good, mm-hmm. but she's not a draw. Right, right, right. right. Um, so even that didn't work. Except to potential fans who were turned off by the fact that they found out John... I actually didn't know until you told me yeah. uh, about the John Connor thing because, like, I don't really give a crap about... Yeah. Like, I'm not precious about it, so I'm not going to go... Yeah. Right. It's weird because, like, I'm not precious about these new Star Wars movies, so I did go look at the leaks for that, but I'm not precious about Terminator in a different way. Yeah. Where, like... So I didn't... that Like, I did, just didn't care about that. With, mm-hmm. like, Star Wars, I was just like, oh, yeah, I'll find out what happens. And, uh... I couldn't even muster that for a Terminator sequel, you know? Yeah. Um, but, I mean, granted, like, Star Wars is more of a cultural conversation than mm-hmm. Terminator is. Like, no yeah. one's really talking about Terminator on yeah. a day-to-day right. basis. You know? Well, I mean, here's the thing, though, is that that second movie was everywhere. Oh, the yeah. The Asa La Vista baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, when we were growing up yeah. in the 90s, I thought, oh, yeah. God, I could, like, that was everywhere all the time. Right, but what I'm saying like, is, like, even if these new Star Wars movies didn't exist, yeah. people would still be talking about Correct. it more than they are Terminator. Right. Yeah. yeah. But basically Terminator's like cultural legacy ended in like nineteen ninety two yeah. or whatever. Yeah. You know? yeah. Mm-hmm. Um so yeah, there's definitely some things where um there was basically probably not ever gonna be an interest in any of this stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um but they, they focused on the wrong things or they've already they've already had three or four like pretty mediocre movies beforehand that mm-hmm. have already wasted people's goodwill like, that too yeah like yeah. i think we finally come to the end now of the goodwill of terminator it's, yeah. that too it's run out but mm-hmm. like even though like i still think though that that like terminator 3 you didn't have the cultural permeation mm-hmm. a- after a certain point like it dissipated mm-hmm. right by like i would say like 1995 mm-hmm. is when terminator 2 kind of stopped yeah and I mean, what was it? It was the early two thousands when Terminator three came out. Right. Yeah, like two thousand three. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that did okay, mm-hmm. but then what has something like Ghostbusters, mm-hmm. right? Which has is it just like it's more accessible for kids? Because I know kids who are super into Ghostbusters, and like we're getting the third, but also the second reboot. Like they we're getting kind of a soft reboot on yeah. that next year. And people seem to be into that idea. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're bringing the original cast back. They just confirmed Bill Murray's coming back like nice. a couple days ago. Um, it's ignoring the 2016 reboot. As well it should. And so, like, that's <laughs> a that's a franchise, like, people really are heavily... Like, have you ever done a deep dive on the Ghostbusters fandom? It's bonkers. Yeah. There's, like, a lot of really big Ghostbusters fans. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But when was the last time Ghostbusters was, like, relevant. culturally relevant? Yeah. The cartoon? Yeah. The 90s. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, when we were kids in Saturday mornings. Yeah. Right. Yeah. The real Ghostbusters is the last time I really remember mm-hmm. that being, like, at the forefront of culture, kind of. Sure. Yeah. And even then, it was just with kids. Yeah. Right. So, like, what has... Why does that have the staying power when... 
after only two movies and like they didn't even try anything until 2016 mm-hmm. um which was poorly received but i mean people were like into the idea of the ghostbusters coming back right mm-hmm. so but i don't think people like got into the idea of terminator coming back when the last time that was really relevant was in the early 90s so what's the difference between something like that even when they like, I would say that like when when Terminator still had goodwill towards it, and then yeah. when like Ghostbusters, I think still does have goodwill towards it, mm-hmm. um, even after the the poorly received twenty sixteen reboot. Yeah. Um, Wasn't there more of a finality to the Terminator films? Because like I remember yeah. when they said they were gonna make more Pirates of the Caribbean ones, and like I I liked the original trilogy, I liked the first one a lot, and then the third one was whatever. But then when they said they were gonna make more, I'm like, didn't you kind of like tell your story? Like why? Even though I I enjoyed the first ones like why are you making more like as opposed to ghostbusters that's just really fun characters like and there's not a huge finale it's more serialized yeah is what you're saying yeah. so you can tell like a more episodic movie right like, like almost like indiana movie. jones right sure. like there's like to, my thing that i keep coming back to with indiana jones is like we should have just made him like an american james bond right just, like kept yeah, recasting yeah. Him over cool. the years like mm-hmm. i don't think like as great as harrison ford is in those mm-hmm. first three movies like, I really think if we would have recasted that part and, like, just kept making them over the years, it could have yeah. been just as big as James Bond, yeah. I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would, I, I like, honestly, I think if Disney wants to do them, they can. I Like, yeah. I think I think they should recast the role. And, like, there's no reason that I can think of to not be having Indiana Jones movies. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, I guess that makes sense, too. Is, but, like, the Indiana Jones movies don't have, like, a real three-film yeah. arc or four-film mm-hmm. arc. It's just a good character with cool different stories. Yeah. And you can see potential with that with Ghostbusters, whereas with Terminator, it's like, oh, didn't you kind of, like, finish this? Yeah. Like, what more are you going to tell us that we didn't already see, which we've now seen is the case? You can't tell us anything more that we haven't already seen. Yeah, I think they've gone pretty much every avenue they can. Doing the Terminator 1 slash 2 template. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. I said, if they decided to do the future war and do it correctly... And they didn't. Well, there was the TV yeah. show that people seemed to like. But the TV it, show was decent, yeah. It seemed mm-hmm. like people. It seemed like that was almost just like a time travel adventure series. Kind of, yeah. It was like yeah. Terminators. Yeah, I mean, it was good, and it, but it was more of like a drama, like a kind of slow motion version of a Terminator movie mm-hmm. that like kind of explored the characters a little bit more, um, right. and kind of kept them in place more, like where they were at, like they were hiding out, like in a house and mm-hmm. that sort of stuff. Um, but. Beyond like doing a, t- a TV show route with, if you're gonna do a movie, basically all you're gonna do is just copy Terminator Two again. And, yeah. Like, I mean, you've already seen like the pretty much the extent of like what a cool Terminator can do. Like, there's mm-hmm. not really anything cooler than the Team One Thousand, which is the reason yeah. we keep on basically having bad guys be variations of that. <laughs> right. Like other than like them converting into Nis and uh, you know I I don't <laughs> know. so vampires. Yeah. Yes. Like, I, I don't know like uh, what are the, like cool ways they can like move or creep you out yeah, yeah. Like, they, they don't know either which is right yeah yeah exactly yeah. I, I think that like they literally have like wrung out everything that they can mm-hmm. out of this idea versus ghostbusters ghostbusters i think there's always been a clamoring for like i, I want to see more of these guys yeah, and they right. never did and it almost became like this holy grail for people yeah because mm-hmm. they like bill murray refused to go and make right. them and, yeah because he was kind of a dick yeah, um, yeah. yeah. basically yeah um and, and this now we've had like three or four other unnecessary movies that have demonstrated with diminishing returns Mm -hmm. like that okay we got everything we can out of this series now like i can only hear someone like ironically quote i'll be back before i'm like this is this is dumb so bad yeah so i I don't know i think that's it i mean i don't want to overstate like terminator 3 browser machines made pretty good money they yeah, did, yeah, yeah, you know? yeah, and Salvation yeah. made pretty decent, but not enough for them to carry on with the trilogy they wanted yeah. to. And even Genesis, because of the international box office, made pretty decent money, but not enough for them to continue on with the trilogy they wanted to. Uh, yeah. So, uh, this one is mega bombed. I think just like finally killing it though. Hopefully. Yeah, that yeah. makes sense. Yeah. Well, yeah. rest in peace, Terminator. Yeah. I hardly knew you. I hardly, yeah. <laughs> well, I kind of knew you too yeah, much. Yeah, that's, yeah. That's the other thing yeah. is you basically did everything we, you, you could. You didn't have any tricks up your sleeve. No. Uh, which is fine, by the way. And it's not a criticism of the first two. No. Right. Like, I, Those movies just, are perfect. Yeah, they just told, like, really good stories and, yeah. like, had a cool one-two punch of, like, a horror movie for the first one and then an action adventure for the second one. Mm-hmm. And that's neat to, yeah. like, to take on the trappings of a different genre. Well, it's to continue that story. About mm-hmm. these, which is that... They've like become so reliant 
on using the mythology from the first two, which are, once again, 30-year-old-plus movies at this mm-hmm. point, that I think that that's hurt these movies, too, which is, they're not accessible. Like, okay, yeah. imagine, like, you know, we go and teach, like, high schoolers, like, right. mock trial or this or that, yeah. right? And I think about, like, some of those students. They, like... Oh, yeah. They were barely... I don't even know if they were alive to Terminator 3 Rise of the Machines no, at this probably point. Not. Mm, probably not. Probably like not. They, like, they're right at the edge yeah. there now. Yeah. They would have been born the year they're it right. came out. Yeah. yeah. A lot of high schoolers were, like, mid-2000s. This is, like, your dad's franchise. Yeah. Literally. Yeah. yeah. Now. Or your dad's dad's franchise. Yeah. Yeah. That's is, true. Well, and they're not readily available streaming anywhere either. So no, they don't true. have because I know the Ghostbusters movies were on Netflix for a while, mm-hmm. right? Well, because uh, the rights were all effed up to Terminator. That's the reason why this stuff is even happening is that they reverted back to Cameron. Oh wow! Yeah, mm-hmm. so uh. like they were caught up in different like companies getting bankrupt. So mm-hmm. they're not like part of like Disney's vault that gets like trotted out and celebrated all the time. Right. Any like company's portfolio that they like promote, mm-hmm. and so that's kind of like casted into this dark space where. I think there's a generation of kids now who don't even know what any yeah. of this is. Yeah, well, yeah, well, and Arnold was, like, the governor when they were born. Right, you know? right, like, right, yeah. Which is a crazy thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, you know, and he was the star of those cheesy movies before then. Yeah. yeah. Them, yeah. You know? Yeah. And so, I think the, the iconography of Arnold are the ones, or, like, his speaking roles, you know, yeah. where, yeah. like, Predator, and, like, Predator got memed. Yeah. Right? Sure. Like, there was, like, the Predator musical that became a viral video. And, like, <laughs> um... You know, like scenes from Commando because that is an over-the-top, insane movie, mm-hmm. is more like gifable right. than anything yeah. in the Terminator movies because those movies are pretty serious and like sure. good. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, it's just a big ask, I think, to go and ask like an entire generation of people to watch like really old movies. Yeah. Besides mm-hmm. Star Wars, because that's such like a cultural. Yeah. You know, yeah, event. that's like it's almost like. I think, like, Star Wars, The Lord of the Rings. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, they're, like, once-in-a-generation type yeah. like, things. But there's and... not many of those. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? And Terminator, unfortunately, isn't one of them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, like, to me, if they were ever going to do this again, which I don't think they should. Right. But go back, like, right to the roots. Like, literally yeah. make a horror movie Terminator yeah. with, like, a new Sarah Connor. Like, who, you know, just strip it down to Sarah Connor, Kyle Reese, mm-hmm. a Terminator chasing after them low-budget horror movie. <clears throat> like, you could conceivably make, like, money off of that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no more, like, referencing stuff that happened 30 years ago, but with a twist or yeah. something like yeah. that. And, yeah. You know, with old actors coming back to play these roles. Well, and, and the other thing, too, is they were R-rated movies. Yeah. Right? Yeah, so, that's true. you know, you don't have people sitting down with their kids yes. watching it the way they are watching the PG Ghostbusters. Right, right. The only I time you really right get that, that is... Parents wanting to traumatize their kids by showing them old horror movies, which yeah, is why sure. Halloween made money. Yes. Right? Um, so those are kind of evergreen because yes. there's like a dedicated season to them. Right. And then parents remember like, oh, I was too young when I saw this, so I'm going to do this to you now. Uh-huh. Right? So that's kind of a built-in like machine yeah. right. to produce new fans of those older movies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Terminator doesn't have that because no. like as much as Terminator 1 is a horror movie, it's not particularly scary. Mm-hmm. Um you know, it just kind of uses the trappings of a slasher film. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, yeah, you don't really have that of like, oh, this was terrifying when I was a kid. Right. Let's watch this. Because right. you're just going to, if you're going to do that, you're going to show them like Friday the 13th sure. or Halloween or Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah. Or Child's Play. Yeah. Um, so it doesn't have that built in staying mm-hmm. power either. No, I agree with you. I think the kid aspect is a huge part of it. Yeah. yeah look at Stranger Things. I think Stranger Things yeah. has brought Ghostbusters back to the forefront because the kids yeah. dressed um, like them. That's you know, true. Yeah. All that's that true. stuff. So, um, yeah, I wouldn't underestimate that. That's true, because, like, my buddy's five-year-old kid went as a Ghostbuster this year for Halloween. Right. And he's just like, what the hell? Like, yeah. I think, like... What year is this? Yeah. Yeah. Well, and the thing is, I don't think a kid even has to watch that movie Mm -hmm. to, like, get the appeal of, oh, like, I got this section, you know, back in Ghost. Ghost. And also, I played Luigi's Mansion, like, last week. And so, this concept has permeated itself into, like, other things as well. It's also an easy thing to, like, it's right there in the name. And, like, Terminator is, too, but you really have to, like, watch it to understand, like, why it's called Terminator. I think Ghostbuster is, like, oh, yeah, I know what that is. Yeah. Yeah. I know what a Ghostbuster does. It busts ghosts. Right. Yeah. That's all. That's what they do. So I think that's really easy for, like, a kid brain to glom on to. Sure. Yeah. So, yeah, that's true. Mm. Anyway, this was all over the place, but I liked it. Well, I, mean, I like it, too, <laughs> because there really wasn't much to talk about with this movie. No, yeah. No, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs>
Uh, do you guys have anything else? I uh, think we picked it clean because there wasn't a lot. No. Yeah. Uh, yep, that's it. Uh, <laughs> are we going to do the Irishman? Is that what we're doing? Maybe. Yeah, yeah I mean, if you yeah. guys want to. I mean, I'm seeing it as we can record this. Like, yeah. it, it does not matter to me. Yeah. I will, yeah, it's priority viewing for me um, this week. Like, I'm already like, I got to work on Saturday. Friday night, we kind of have plans, but I wouldn't mind ditching that. <laughs> like, um,. But it's I'm seeing it this week because I Whoever think it's, you had plans with is going to listen. And yeah, <laughs> serious apologies to that person. I think they're here. Um, <laughs> I think they're in the house. Oh no. Uh, and uh, yeah, I, I like it for me. It is like a need to see this movie in a theater. Yeah. So I will sure. be seeing it this weekend regardless. Um, I'll be honest. I was kind of waiting for Netflix that way I can like pause it. And like take breaks because this movie's really long, <laughs> it's guys. Three hours, twenty nine minutes. So long. It's so long. It's just like old white people talking. Yeah, I was gonna say Lord of the Rings clips, but we'll see. Maybe it'll be great. I'm I, sure it's good. Yeah, man. It's, I thought I like sitting just in a theater in that theater seat uncomfortably for three and a half hours. Yeah. Well, it's only playing at Maya. Okay. Better sit the He'll be seat. in the D box and the seats will shake every time Nero talks or something. Al Pacino overacts. Choose scenery. Whoa. Whoa. She's got a great ass. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> See you next week. <laughs>